Welcome to the Sober and Happy Podcast, where we talk about all things recovery-related, how to navigate the challenges that we'll face along the way on our journey towards our best lives, and how we could go from living a life of simply just being sober to a life where you're both sober and happy. Let me know if this sounds familiar. You are sick and tired of something and you know that you have to make a change. Maybe it's getting sober. Maybe it is another big change in your life that you want. Or maybe it is finally chasing that dream that you've always had. You tell yourself, I'm going to start Monday and you mean it. This time it's going to be different. Then as Monday gets closer, all the reasons that we know we must change start to get drowned out by all the reasons we are finding why we should put it off. Then Monday rolls around and nothing changes. So how do we push through that blockage? How do we stay motivated when the initial conviction to change starts to get drowned out by our justifications to put it off to next Monday? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So buckle up. This is going to be a great episode. Welcome back. Addiction is a complex beast. It feeds on our vulnerabilities and thrives on our excuses. These excuses build that wall that blocks us from the path to recovery. They're the lies that we tell ourselves to justify our actions, to delay change, and to avoid facing the uncomfortable truth. In the middle of this battle, it is often hard to recognize, but if we take a step back and take an honest and thorough look at our justifications, they become easier to spot and to combat. I want you to imagine that you live in a really dangerous neighborhood. Your family doesn't feel safe in their own home. Your kids fear walking to school because of all the crime and violence in the neighborhood. Your parents don't even feel safe coming over to visit. You keep telling them that you're going to find a way to move them to a safer neighborhood. You truly want what is best for your family and you want them to feel safe and protected. You have even looked at a few places, yet you always seem to find a reason not to commit. You tell yourself that you aren't sure about a new neighborhood. You convince yourself that you need to build up some more savings before moving. Maybe the right time will be after getting that promotion at work that you've been hoping for. Then one day, your realtor calls you and tells you he has the perfect place. It's in a very safe neighborhood. The schools are some of the highest rated in the city. And it comes in under your budget so you'll be able to buy it on your current salary without having to clean out your savings. You go look at the house with your family and everybody is excited. The house does need a little work though. It could use some new paint. The yard hasn't been maintained so there'll be some days that you'll be out pulling weeds, trimming trees, and maybe mowing the lawn. You think this sounds perfect. It is exactly what you want. This is what your family deserves. Then your realtor friend tells you that you have to make an offer today and you hesitate. Then the excuses start coming to your mind. You are busy. How are you going to find the time to paint and clean up that yard? The commute's going to be 10 minutes longer each way. You have lived in your old neighborhood so long that you aren't sure if you're ready to move out of it. You remind yourself that this used to be a safe neighborhood and that maybe somehow you could help turn it around to the way it used to be. You worry about leaving your neighbors behind. It is a dangerous neighborhood, so is it fair to move and leave them on their own? How do you know if you're even going to like the new neighborhood? What if your kids don't even like their new school? Pretty soon, all these reasons drowned out all the reasons that you knew that you needed to move. You tell your realtor friend that the time is just not right. And then later that night, you break the news to your family and they are devastated because they desperately wanted a better place to live. 
I know many of you might think that that example is a little ridiculous. You might be saying that if you had the opportunity to move out of that bad neighborhood that you would jump on it. But aren't you already living in a bad neighborhood? Is a life that you're living a safe and healthy place to live? Are what seems like ridiculous excuses in this analogy exactly what we do when we're trying to face our addictions? I know I have been to the point where it is absolutely clear that I needed to quit drinking. I have lost jobs, had cars repossessed, been evicted from multiple places, been arrested a couple of times, have spent a summer living in my truck, almost died a few times, and hurt the people closest to me more times than I could count. I was living in that dangerous neighborhood I talked about in the analogy. I knew I needed to move out. Yet every time I would tell myself that I was quitting on Monday, when Monday rolled around, the excuses had piled up. Drinking used to not be such a bad problem for me. Maybe I just need to figure out a way to get back to when it was mostly fun. I have no idea what it's like to be sober. What if I don't like it? Will I still be able to have fun? What about all my friends that I always drink with? I can't leave them behind. At some point, all the trivial excuses take priority over the things that matter the most in my life, and I convince myself that it's not the right time. Even after getting sober, that pattern continued in many other aspects of my life. Getting in better shape, managing my money better so I don't keep getting into debt, chasing dreams that I keep putting off, even something like asking a girl out that I have a crush on. I will see clearly all the reasons why something is important to me initially, but as soon as that fear starts kicking in, I start to find excuses why maybe it really isn't that important to me. So how do we combat this? The first step is awareness. Excuses only have power over us if we allow them to. So we must pause and question the justifications we're using to not change. I imagine this battle in my head as a courtroom. Like any courtroom, you have attorneys on both sides. The problem is that many of us are fighting way too hard for the wrong side. When the defense attorney says, my problem isn't that bad, we fight hard to find evidence to back that claim. We go back years when it was still good and use that as evidence. When the prosecutor points out all the recent proof of many nights where we have lost control, we find defense arguments against each. I had a bad day at work and I was blowing off steam. It isn't like that every time. It really wasn't that bad. When we do this, who are we fighting for? It isn't ourselves. It isn't the people closest to us that are affected by our addictions. We sure as hell are not fighting to create a better life for ourselves. We are fighting to stay the same, although we may despise ourselves in the life that we are stuck in. We are fighting for familiarity, even if what is familiar is killing us and breaking the hearts of the people that we love. We need to fight for what is important instead. When a justification pops up, we need to fight it as hard as an attorney would fight for their client's life. We need to circle back to the reasons why we know we must change, and we must prioritize that over all of the fear-based reasons to stay the same. And this has to be fought head on. You may be telling yourself that you're just not ready to change. Here's the thing. No one ever truly is ready to give up their addiction. It's a leap of faith, but that leap is towards a better, healthier life. Instead of focusing on what you're giving up, instead focus on what you're gaining. Freedom, clarity, a chance to rediscover yourself, repair relationships, and build stronger, healthier ones. Maybe you are ready to change, but you're telling yourself that you've tried everything and nothing works. 
Here is where I look for red flags in my excuses. The more dramatic the excuse, the bigger the red flag. Words like everything, nothing, and never usually mean I am fighting really hard against change. I promise you that you have not tried everything. There are so many different methods of recovery that it would be impossible to try everything. To prove this, just go to Amazon and type in books on addictions and you'll see hundreds of books on addiction. I'm an avid reader and I love studying all things addiction and recovery, but I haven't even read most of them. Personally, I know I've used the I have tried everything excuse about eating healthier and getting in better shape. Not only have I not tried everything, but if I were completely honest, I have not given my full effort to any of the methods that I've already tried. Most of them have worked. I start losing weight, I start feeling better, and then I'm at a birthday party and someone breaks out cake, and I convince myself that one piece of cake won't hurt, and the next thing you know, I'm back to where I started. Whatever method I was using to lose weight did not fail me. When temptation arose, I fought harder for that piece of cake than I did to live a healthier life. I failed myself. That is the hard truth we have to face. Change is incredibly difficult, even more so when we're dealing with addictions and lifelong patterns that we have used to survive to this point in our lives. There's no way to avoid that. But if we want to change... The kind of change that is lasting, fulfilling, and life-transforming, not just for us, but for all the people around us, we have to fight for that change. We have to fight for the things that are most important to us in our lives. We have to constantly remind ourselves that we are worthy of a better life. We deserve more than the limitations we've been setting on ourselves. We are bigger than our excuses. And as soon as we prioritize our reasons over our excuses, we could finally get the keys to the house in the much better neighborhood. One that we could thrive in, one that is safe, and one where we love living. That place is available to you right now. You don't have to wait until Monday. Today can be the day that everything changes in your life for the better. You could start right now by challenging whatever excuses rattling around in your head at this moment as you're listening to this podcast. You are bigger than your excuses and you are strong enough to change. That is my promise to you. Thank you for listening to this episode and I hope you're enjoying this podcast. This week, I want you to think of one person that you think will benefit from listening to this episode and send it to them. Be the person who plants a positive seed in someone else's life. You never know how much it could impact them. New episodes come out each Friday, so I look forward to connecting with you next week. And as always, thank you so much for listening and keep living sober and happy.